0: Welcome, everybody, to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co host, Hannah
1: First. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's just finishing off her toasted sandwich. And Welcome I'm, to the episode. Hannah,
0: really bad. Step. Can we stop recording at nine in the morning?
1: Well, exact- nine is a pretty normal time for okay. people to start work. I know, but I you know. I know that you struggle to get <laughs> up in the morning, but 9 a.m. is like the <laughs> start of work oh. time. Um, so on today's episode, we are talking to a nutritionist about bloating and we're also talking about dermaplaning and of course our products we didn't know we needed. All right. So for today's cringy convo, we thought we would discuss a topic that most of us would have experienced at some point I'm experiencing in our. it right now. Are you? Yeah. Um, bloating. And I, well, my tummy is also making sounds, so apologies uh, okay. if that comes yeah. up on the recording. <laughs> So perhaps our next guest, Chinzia, can help us with that topic a little bit. You are a nutritionist and founder of The Smoothie Bombs. That's right. That's me. (laughs) Okay. So bloating to start Mm with. Um, Why does this happen? What is it? Can you explain a little bit more about bloating?
2: Absolutely. Now, there are are a couple of reasons why this can happen, but generally speaking, um, what goes on is that it's got to do with the gut, got to do with digestion. Often we don't realise that our digestion isn't doing the job it should do and certain foods will create – like basically what goes on is like it, they're not getting digested, so they sit there, they ferment, they become gaseous and then they bloat, like take up that space mm-hmm. that should be kind of passing things through. Yeah, And it could be a number of reasons, but often the main reason is – food intolerances. That's okay. one of the main ones. Right. I swear I must have a food intolerance. I think and I must have several. <laughs> but sometimes it can be – look, a lot of us have and we don't realise it because yeah. there's so little that we don't realise and then yeah. over time it does do it. Like a real telltale sign is how – I mean, <laughs> naturopaths and nutritionists always talk about poop. Like mm-hmm. poop is really important <laughs> to us. <laughs>
0: we love talking we about love poop.
2: poop. <laughs> and that gives you a really good idea – of how good your digestion is, okay, like, and what it looks like when it comes yeah, yeah, out. I'm yeah, sorry yeah. about that. If anyone's um, eating at the moment, sorry.
1: please don't. <laughs> but
2: they, they know what they're in yeah. for. <laughs> they're listening to this podcast. So yeah, like it, and it is. It is certain foods, like uh, particularly things like um, like fiber can do it. Like mm-hmm. things like gluten, as we all know, gluten. Yep. People always say once they've eaten bread, they feel bloated. Yeah. So a lot of people are slightly insensitive to gluten, but then there are people that have got real like so. What I'm saying with a bloating thing, can, it's, a, it's a wide scale, but yep. often most of us are in that kind of that part where we're probably eating a little bit too much of some foods mm-hmm. and they're not getting digested properly. Mm. And so therefore they sit there and then they create this gas yep. and then we feel, we feel bloated.
0: So what is the difference then? So does gas always come with bloating? It is connected to it okay.
2: unless, but no, if you're looking at something like menstrual yeah. Yeah. bloating, that's nothing to do with that. I was okay. going to
1: say, because if I'm getting my period, I look about six months pregnant.
2: Yep. I get so bloated. That's a completely different thing. It's a different pathway. Basically, that's coming from hormones. Okay. That's, that's like fun. A, a drop in progesterone. That mm-hmm. sort of, what that does, it starts to like, your, your cells start to retain water. Yep. And it's almost like your body's going, okay. I'm gonna kind of get all nice and cozy, and it holds that stuff in. Okay. And as soon as your period comes out, right. then it goes back. Yeah. Do you know thing. with bloating?
0: Does this yeah. ever happen to you when you're yeah. like in a meeting and like you've got you're really bloated and your stomach starts making sounds?
1: No, that's just me when I'm hungry. That's when you're hungry. <laughs> no, yeah, is, I think that... that's
0: like being feeling a bit gassy, but you can't let oh, it out. No, no. I don't and really it get it. You Look, don't get that in a no. meeting and
2: your stomach starts rumbling up. Like, oh your my nerves, god. You know, a lot of your nervous system is in your stomach. Mm-hmm. So if you're about to Make a like an important speech to someone, or have a discussion that you feel really emotional about. Mm-hmm. That will create some stomach movement. You okay. know, like that, that sort of feeling. You you get it when you're in love, the, mm-hmm. the butterfly kind of thing. That's all yeah. about. A lot of our nerves are in the stomach. It's quite an it's our second brain. Is that really. why
1: we get nervous diarrhea when we're yes <laughs> <laughs> yes I say I, we but yes. I mean me
2: um, <laughs> me too I get that too yeah, <laughs> I yeah think no, a lot that's of people, people really do good. some of the foods that are really top cul- culprits to this mm-hmm. are yeah, well, like I said, um, things like gluten, wheat, yeah. uh, cruciferous vegetables. Oh, my God. Are. Yes. <gasps> you know. Oh, you my know, God. We know. So that's What's like that the cauliflower, oh, the cauliflower broccoli. Oh, yes. The Brussels sprouts. Oh, my God. So okay. I, my <laughs> family all
0: went plant-based. Okay. And we were all eating a lot of broccoli so me my sister and my mom are eating a lot of broccoli and cauliflower and no one could be in the same room as us like, we were like the gassiest. yeah and but also like intense stabbing pains in the stomach wow. it was like our body trying to get used to Christopher's yes
2: cruciferous well, vegetables they've got a tendency to ferment and right so if your, that's so interesting if your stomach is and often i can say that 99% of people have got issues with their digestion. They just don't know it because of the way we've eaten. The Western diet can do their tricks, right? So so because of that, it causes – it does cause it. A way to fix it up, which I think is a simple solution, is to have lemon water 20 minutes before you eat. Like it's a simple Ah. way to fix it. What does that do? What that will do is it it gets the enzymes that break down the food activated. It kind of gives it a bit of like – gets those juices, the good ones that break down – And then so the food breaks down better. Another big tip is chewing your food. I mean, hello. Like, Ah. we just – I know what I'm like. People not chew properly. No one chews properly. You have to chew. You have to eat mindfully. Okay. Much slower – Eat with mm. your th- with your mind. Chew your food because that's going to help your digestion.
1: Okay, Johanna, you probably so you're
2: such a like a little bird eater. You probably because I like you're s- probably yeah. all right. You're See, probably, I'm a, okay. I'm a
1: snacker. I eat quite small portions, but I'll snack the whole day. Whereas I eat like a big meal
0: and then I like woof it down. What's me better too, for me you? to like you. Yeah. <laughs> a, Definitely eating slow. Like you. Oh really? You're yeah, doing okay. it right. But
2: eating regularly. Eating regularly is good. It depends okay. on you like some people have got a really fast metabolism, so yeah. they have to eat regularly some I think people that might be me. Slower. I think that
0: might be you. Also yeah, the I mean, nervous you, diarrhea. You have,
2: is a, if you actually looking at your physique, you're definitely someone that has a very fast metabolism yeah, yeah. and you probably need to eat it. I would imagine you're the sort of person that if you're not eating regularly, you start to kinda of really drop.
1: Oh, I will pass out. I get yeah. faint. And you I feel, have to and ha- eat and it you get grumpy. Sure. Yeah, you get yeah grumpy. I get really hungry yeah. Because
2: you've got that you've got that yeah. physique and that okay. sort of that Oh, that explains a lot, doesn't it?
0: What physique do I have? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why am I not? <laughs> on.
0: you? Well, it's just that if you're eating,
2: like, I'm I'm the same as you. Hannah, no, no, don't make like our st- guests
0: uncomfortable. Sorry, I have a tendency to do this. <laughs> <laughs> totally
2: fine. You do. Well, your metabolism's probably more normal. Slow, you Slow. I think it's slow. T- yeah, you eat no, and you have to kind of slow. Really? You go through. Look at you. You're
1: not, no, no, you're not
0: I'm overweight? No, no, I'm not overweight, but my, my weight goes up and down depending on how many, like if I overeat, which I, I tend to do, I love food, not careful, but <laughs> I can't just eat whatever I want like you.
1: Yeah, except I eat small, like I eat whatever I want, but I don't eat a lot of it. That's if true. That we sense. went out for yeah.
0: fried rice the other day. She had like three mouthfuls and I polished the whole plate yeah. off. <laughs> my,
2: my daughter and I are the same. We go out a lot to eat and she orders big, eats a, a little bit, and then I end up eating her plate. Yeah. yeah. Like, I yeah. just
1: took the rest home for dinner. Yeah. She was yeah. like, is that all you're going to eat for dinner? I was like, yeah. yeah I
2: was like completely is it, is shocked. Okay?
1: <laughs> um, now, apart from people that have intolerances, Is there anyone that's more susceptible to bloating than others apart from that group of people?
2: I think, well, you know, there are people that have got serious diseases, like Mm. things like Crohn's. Then They've they've definitely got to look at certain foods. So there are a range of, you know, of hereditary kind of things that may happen to you that Mm -hmm. sort of means you can't touch them. But generally – it is predominantly – oh, and another big food group is people that are on FODMAPs. They're, yeah. they're, they're big about not having foods that have got that cruciferous vegetable thing going mm-hmm. on or, you know, like onion and garlic because yeah. all those things do create – they ferment. Their fear is, is food fermenting because yeah. of their – digestion's not working correctly. So when you've got those sort of foods sitting in there, they can cause really bad pain yep. and, and all mm. that discomfort.
1: That's fructose
2: intolerant people that can't yes.
1: have um, like garlic and onion and obviously fruit, And also lactose
2: intolerant pe- okay. people have got to watch it as well. Right. So there, it is, it is um, yeah, it's its got to do with the way your, your, your stomach is digesting food and how it's moving through. So, for example, if uh, you are a meat eater and you've got those issues, you're going to have a lot of problems in terms of how things pass through and how long they sit there okay. and how they purpose. So a way that, that a naturopath or a nutritionist can help fix that is mm-hmm. to get people to do a food diary. Yep. And this is if they haven't got the serious stuff. If they're yep. just, you know, the average me and you, mm-hmm. you do a food diary, you have a look at how... When those things are, are triggering, and then you can have a look and go, okay, every time she felt bloated, she was eating one of these food groups, okay, we're going to remove that for a while. In in many ways, you can try and repair that area. You, yep. can, you can do some changes if, if it's only slight. It basically means pulling it out not eating it for a while and Mm -hmm. then slowly introducing it again? See,
1: I tried to do a food diary when I was having a lot of digestive issues and I couldn't pin anything down. And then I started taking the Beauty Chef Glow and Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I'm fixed. So I was convinced that I just needed prebiotics and probiotics
2: in my diet. Totally. We all need those.
1: Why do those have such an impact on your gut
2: they won't work though if you are eating all those things like people can be wasting their money on those things if you're not doing the work on your your gut yeah and you're just taking those things they're not going to be doing the job because
1: I still kept my diet quite it was very much the same and then I just introduced that and I was like oh I feel so much better but was your
2: diet you're relatively a good eater
1: um, kind of,
2: and you're having little food, so probably yeah. you're not having a lot of it storing inside and moving yeah. through. And I don't want to yeah. get personal, but yeah. <laughs> also your toilet habits are yeah. part of it as well. No, yep. You can ask her about her toilet habits. <laughs> yeah,
0: go for it. <laughs> Semi regular. So, so, yeah, say so very, She can't drink coffee. You
1: can't have coffee. Go straight out. Yep. When you, yep. Immediately. I'm like the
2: opposite to you.
1: Yeah. So so really,
2: you should be going at least once a day yep. to do number two. Yeah. You, know, you can and say I've to poo, to poo. Yeah. So I've I've met uh, guys in particular who mm. are heavy meat eaters. Yep. That can maybe go uh, once every two or three days, which to me is horrifying. Mm. Yeah. Because that stuff isn't moving through, and it's just sitting there, and they're not eating many vegetables mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So there's there's that extreme. But when you are eating small, slow, and you've got all those things, there might be something that's come like. For example, if you've had a lot of antibiotics when you were younger, mm-hmm. that could have caused an imbalance in your in your gut flora that you don't know about because yep. you've just got through and it's just been slightly there the whole time. Yeah, and then you get to an age that you start going, "Hey, I'm this is like well, this is becoming really uncomfortable," and that's mm-hmm. where you would go have a look at it, and the probiotics would do a lot of help there because they, yep. you would get that all sorted out, and that's how a, a naturopath would really treat you. They mm-hmm. would go back and pull it all out. Fix it up and then re inoculate, bring all the good bacteria back yep. in.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I actually, because I think maybe why I'm feeling like bloated and gassy today, I had baked beans for dinner last night. Well, that has oh. a lot to do with it. Beans <laughs> are
2: a good one.
0: But they're good, but because I'm vegetarian. Totally good. It's good for you. Totally. Okay. Good. Oh. Well, I'm
2: plant based. I'm completely oh, plant based.
0: That is what I want to ask you about. Yeah. I am like a want to be plant-based so bad but cheese is the love of my life. <laughs>
2: hey, I get it. I get so, it.
0: So, I'm trying. I've been trying for years. Now I've been vegetarian for almost 20 years. So, the vegetarian thing's fine. The cheese thing. I just want to be plant-based. Do you what what are your views on a plant-based
2: diet? I love it. I yeah. live it. I'm I'm very healthy on it. Mm. I am very conscious of eating a lot of variety. That's yep. something that's important when you're doing a plant-based diet. You can't be a picky eater. You can't be just having macaroni and Not fake awesome. cheese. No, no, no. I no,
0: think no, that's I what I no. would probably no. have. I no, I do I not. I mean, I watch a I lot like of the, the um,
2: you know, I'm on a lot of uh, vegan groups on Facebook and yep. I watch some of the foods that they eat and I just go, where are they getting all this? Yeah. Not, not protein. Protein's not an issue. Protein comes from everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, That's been bombarded to us. We have to watch that. But really it's more about getting those leafy green vegetables, those those variety of vegetables, the nuts, the seeds, the legumes, really important. You know, the grains, uh, there's so much misinformation about, you know, don't eat carbs, don't eat, but depending on what process you're going on, like you have to eat those things. You know, mm. variety, bring in as much as you can. And I think the vegan diet or the plant-based diet is totally fine. You mm. just got to, be smart about the way you do it. Mm.
1: So do you recommend that to everybody? Do you Are you hoping that at some point everybody will be off meat or at least reducing
2: their consumption of meat? You know, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because mm. I think that many of us can do it. Yeah, I think some people, you know, some people's digestion and the way they work is going to be a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that people should be increasing their fruit and vegetables okay. and mainly meat eaters – who, you know, some of those guys that are on the on the kind of working out each day, you know, and they're like next door to you guys here mm-hmm. that are working, you know, they eat three meat meals a day yeah. and they eat very little vegetables. Mm-hmm. So that is a big problem in terms of health. I was looking at a statistic um, only yesterday that's still like something like 90%. Of Australians are not eating enough fruit and vegetables. Really? Like, how is that possible? But yeah. when you go out, it's,
0: it's the busy lifestyle. I think
1: because yeah. if the I had foods, mm, if I had all the time in the world, I'd be having three healthy meals a day. Mm-hmm. But it's I, but it's so much easier to go out and get a processed meal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And so that's I think ideally what I would love to see is people increasing their fruit and veg. Yes, if they could remove the the uh, the meat from their life would mm-hmm. be amazing. And I think we're getting – I think we're going to get more and more to that point. Yeah, Much, I agree. More, people are waking up.
1: Yeah. I know. think a lot of people are starting to reduce – might not be removing but certainly reducing yes. their, their meat intake and replacing it with something else.
2: And that's what I encourage when I speak to a lot of my customers because I've got a, a very big community in my Facebook group, which yep. is the Smoothie Bombs, people who drink smoothies. And lots of them are there. And I know that probably 90% of them are are still meat eaters and they're regular. And all I try to say to them is like, I'm not trying to, you know, create big change, but Mm -hmm. even like that meat-free Mondays, just start and bring in those vegetables. You know, it's really important. And on that on the cheese factor because mm. I'm 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 Italian like mm. I love my parmesan oh, I mm. loved all Pizza. my cheeses and that was a hard one to yeah. to give up for me yeah, as well. I bet it was. Like you, I was vegetarian for 20, 25 years. I had two children while I was a vegetarian. Mm. All my levels were great. My iron levels were great. Like people were saying, how are you doing it? Back then, vegetarian was like the vegan now. yeah, People yeah. were like, how can you be yeah. a vegetarian? I was now, the same. Now it's now, normal. Now vegetarians yeah. can get away yeah. with anything. It's fine.
0: <laughs> vegetarian's
2: um, almost not good enough. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? You're a vegetarian and you're not vegan? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's become a thing now. You're like, Yeah, like, like, like you, why? you've kind
2: of accepted Yeah, now. It's fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, they have accepted us. But, they, <laughs> but there's amazing cheeses out there now there's amazing cheeses I can tell you that uh they haven't quite mastered the parmesan I've got mm. to say and that's been one of my favorites but I, I know they're getting there. There's, I had a really bad vegan pizza the other night
0: and that put <laughs> you right. It scarred off. me and yeah. I was oh, like I, been, I
2: love pizza. There's some good there are some good places that you can get okay. vegan pizzas I gotta say and yeah there's some amazing feta cheeses and halloumi cheeses out there that I reckon just hang in there and just keep Mm. trying them. I Mm. think you'll be surprised how good they're getting.
0: I have a quick back to the bloating. Now I have an event on Saturday and I'm wearing a – it's my sister's wedding. I have a very, very tight dress (laughs) and I was wearing – I tried it on the other day and my sister was like, what are you going to eat because my stomach was bloated? Like it fits. But I've got this little like pot belly from like bloating. What's the best thing that I could do in the lead up to an event – it's a great Ooh, question, actually. Yeah, because I actually, well, because I'm worried. Yeah. I'm so bloated and gassy today. Yeah. I feel like, because I've Chill ate, on the beans. Well, yeah. Also, yeah. we're, we're in a closed
2: room. Chill you on all the, the <laughs> I'll go out and fart yeah. in the
0: other room. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Definitely don't have the cruciferous vegetables no, or cruis- the beans. Okay. You know, leading up, make sure you have some. You I was going to do smoothies and juices. And move, yep.
0: Yep. Sorry, smoothies, juices, and soup.
2: Yep. Yep, I feel like. That. <laughs> but what what are you putting in your soup? Make sure the soups are, you know, the fruit, the vegetables that you're putting in there aren't part of the cruciferous. Vegetable. Right, so like, like onion pumpkin? and pumpkin's fine.
1: Okay, yeah. So pumpkin soup for the next week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Any other tips? Ah, uh, you know, I just think. That, see, the other aspect of of all of that as well is is lifestyle and mm. stress. Mm. Like that's yes. That. that Again, what I'm talking about in terms of the your stomach has all your nervous system in there, that can be stopping your stuff working. Your lack of, of your sleep kind of might be acting well. oh, Big one. She's, She's struggling one. to sleep at the moment, yeah. so yeah, that big might one. be. Let's turn this into a therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> so we usually do. Yeah, we usually do. <laughs> Before but we yeah, get so, there. <laughs> so if you're going to look at it holistically, there's yes, there's the food. That's really important. And if you've got those issues there, but there's also – of course the, the stress factor, yeah. the sleeping factor. There's lots of things that come in.
0: Well, it's five days away. It's so five days away. <laughs> well, I think I'm just gonna look bloated. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. You
2: can try I mean, you know, there's intermittent fasting that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I do yeah, I do a bit of that.
1: Yeah. But actually I can go back to that for this week. So five days, is that gonna be impactful?
2: <laughs> so just do it so, you know, you're eating within a time a frame. Window. So you're I usually kind of do doing...
0: one till eight PM.
2: Yeah. 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 Do that. I yeah. think that will really help you.
1: Yeah. I would be deceased if I didn't eat until really. 1 I would. Yeah. I have to eat as soon That's as I what get up. That's I
2: mean. Up. That's a different, like my daughter's the same. She, if she doesn't eat continuously. Yeah. She'd be on the floor. Her brain yeah. doesn't work. I, her, I she's I grumpy. Deal. What would you have know, this morning? A crumpet. <laughs> With <laughs> and, honey on it? And high carb. She's high carb yeah. as well. I like love you my need carbs. That, you need that sort of that sugar breakdown because yeah. you're, you're using that as energy. Yeah. So, but, you know, I think when I look at her, my daughter as well, I just mm. go, how do I get more of those kind of complex carbs? Because you're going to be caught in this little trap. Yeah, of just needing I am that caught sugar in a hit. trap. <laughs> and that's <laughs> to really be, that's got to be changing. So should yeah. she be eating more brown rice? Yeah. Whole grains? Mm. Yeah. And because, you know, do it in small bits, but definitely yeah. bring in more foods that are going to be a little bit slower at releasing. Okay. That energy. What would be some smoothies examples? Smoothies are brilliant. I mean, okay, sorry, I'm not. No, I'm yeah, pushing yeah, it, but yeah. they are really great okay. to do that. Maybe Once, I'll try a smoothie in the morning and make sure they've got like some uh, nuts and seeds in them. Okay. a few kind of like not just fruit and and milk. Yeah, put some stuff in there. So get okay. your superfoods in there. put yep. your chia seeds in there. Get those things because they will basically do a lot of work and without it being needing a lot to break down.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm going to try and action that. I'm not going to eat any broccoli, cauliflower or beans for okay. the next or five onions, days. Great. Or uh, what? I
0: did not know this about <laughs> yeah, onions. She has a lot of onion. I have a lot of onions. She eats yeah.
1: um, Asian food for lunch and that has a lot of onion yeah. and garlic as well. Just for the week. Well. Don't, okay. yeah. don't go
2: too far with that one. No, I
1: love onion and I garlic. Know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I
2: know. Everyone I'm hearing does. you.
1: <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us, Shinzia. Yeah, that was a, a great conversation. I've learned a lot. I'm changing my diet, everybody. Smoothies. <laughs> Plant based smoothies. smoothies. <laughs> um, that was great. You are a nutritionist. If anyone wants to come and see you, do you still practice?
2: Not so much because I am working pretty full on in my business. But, but you they know can what? buy smoothie bombs. They can buy smoothie bombs. And in my um, we have a group called the Smoothie Bomb Squad. Okay. I'm very active in there. I give lots of advice, I put lots of right. posts up. So you can so if anyone find out a lot about it.
1: No. Jump Absolutely. in there. Absolutely. Thank
0: you. Thanks. Bye. We're just on to our next topic, which is yes. dermaplaning. And I was so impressed. So we put up an Instagram IGTV last night, which if you want to go back and look at it, it's called Dermaplaning 101. Mm-hmm. Joanna showed her facial hair in yep. all its up-close glory. It was amazing. I think it
1: takes in another level of confidence to have your face shaved Oh my God. On
0: Instagram. I wouldn't even <laughs> shave my own face for yeah. Instagram. Yeah. And I've talked about it on
1: this podcast. Yeah. I'm am,
0: I am so impressed with I you. I
1: mean, you just do it with like a men's razor, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Uh, can you actually explain what it is and why we do it? Yeah.
1: So I had never really considered having it done. I've got like some serious sideburns. I hadn't really considered shaving my face before, but this is actually meant to be for exfoliating and removing the vellus hair, which is like the peach fuzz. Um, and it's also great for um, aiding in the penetration of your products as well. So obviously as an exfoliating treatment, your products that you apply afterwards will penetrate the skin a little bit better. So in comparison to other exfoliation treatments, Mm -hmm. how effective is it? I'd say it's quite effective. Mm. You're not going to get the hair removal component with other exfoliating treatments like a chemical peel. Mm. So I definitely would recommend it for those people that notice a lot of like fine blonde hair on their face Mm -hmm. or they find like their makeup gets caught in it. Yeah. But basically they use like a sterile blade and they use it on an angle and they basically glide it across the skin and that removes all the In a the really skin. satisfying way. In a really satisfying way. So when you see it close up, you can see all the little bits of skin and hair coming mm. off. Yum. Um, so for me, someone who likes those kind of videos, yep. I was like frothing when yeah, I yeah, yeah. watched this for the first time, um, <laughs> even though it was my own face. Um, but a lot of people asked if the hair grows back thicker. Okay. And it doesn't. Okay, so because why it's is the, that? Because it's the vellus hair. So it's not like hormonal hair. It's just really fine. It basically grows what? back the same thickness. Rewind. Yeah. What the hell is vellus? It's the peach fuzz. Okay. That so just it's means the peach really fuzz. fine hairs okay. that are all over your face. It's all
0: over your body, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um, so you don't need to remove it. It's not like a necessary thing I that don't. you need to do. Yeah. But I have seen people that have a lot of like vellus hair on their face and their makeup does get caught in it okay so if you're that kind of person you would love this treatment but I did have it done I didn't mind it I don't know if I'd have it again have but
0: come.
1: I feel like you of all people don't need hectic
0: six, but I love that word hectic I'm now using yeah. it, use it flat out <laughs> Love it. Um, no, I feel like your face is very exfoliated. Yes. like I don't yes. know that you need additional
1: exfoliation. I really don't. Like yeah. the other day, we took a
0: photo and I like zoomed right into my face and I was like, "Look how I need to. I need to get a chemical peel." And I'm like, "Look at your skin and look at my skin." And Joanna mm. literally said, "Hannah, don't compare your skin to my skin." <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember you though? said that? oh because I zoomed right into my face and it looked really textured but you really can't compare. and then, and then I and then I zoomed into your face and I said see we've got totally different no skin no, no. Types. and you literally were like yeah d- don't even don't even compare <laughs> like I was like oh okay. you're taking that the wrong way <laughs> no I took it I took it as in like like my skin's like don't don't even compare it's like oh you're so thin and I'm not you'd be like don't compare yourself to me <laughs> Um, I was, so sometimes I get like a rogue hair, even in like the middle of my chest.
1: <laughs> okay. We definitely need to have you hormonally tested.
0: <laughs> just one. There was just one, like mm-hmm. he, like just on my chest. Mm-hmm. We're all, the, so anyway, and my boyfriend at the time, we were walking back from lunch. We like worked in similar spots and we're in the sunlight. He's like, he's <laughs> got a hair. He was like, you've got a hair on your chest. And I was like, it was like, it was like a dark one. One rogue, dark one. What? Like a curly, like no, no, like a, like a chin hair, but a bit longer. Wow. Dark black one. And it's like Linda get this too. Oh, I don't know if she gets it. I'm sure other people get it. Can you please DM us if you get this too? (laughs) Should we do a vote? So I don't feel, I do feel really alone in this. I'm like saying it out loud now. How often does it come back? Oh no, I'll get one like every now and then. Wow. Like one at one once every month or two months oh, or something.
1: Okay, that's quite frequent. That and is you just not. pluck it out.
0: Just pluck it out. Usually okay.
1: Can, usually I'll see Same it. spot?
0: No, different spots.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just one. Anyway, back to dermaplaning. Okay. Um people were also asking how often you should have it done, and most dermal clinicians will recommend like every 4 to 6 weeks, but is it expensive. Can. Yeah, it's pretty expensive. But you probably want. Give me a ballpark. Like $150.
0: But is it like like you you wouldn't get a chemical peel in place or something?
1: You could. Oh, But it's not chemical peel isn't going to remove your hair. But so it makes this skin, exfoliation? Yeah. So it exfoliates, but it also removes the hair. So you literally have the smoothest skin you've ever had in your life. So good. I recommend it for pre-event mm. um, because it makes your makeup go on so smoothly. My I put my makeup on this. and it was like flawless. Wow. I can't um, so yeah, it does really glide on. Um, so I do recommend it pre-event. I don't think it's something people need to have all the time, unless you're really bothered by the peach fuzz. Yeah. Um, but you could also have things like microdermabrasion and chemical peels if exfoliation is your concern. So I heard you can do this at home. Oh, I actually saw a device on your desk the other day. Yes, you can. So I had my treatment at Me Skin and Body, but, um, you can do it at home. There's this product called Dermaflash. We will be kind of ranging it soon, I think. Um, but it was on my desk because I was trying it.
2: Mm. That
1: has disposable blades and it's kind of made so that you can't cut yourself. Like it's a, it's kind of foolproof. Like you still could it up if you did it wrong, but it does. It's so that it's, as sterile as possible yeah. as a home device could be. Yeah. But nothing that you do at home, as we've discussed before, is going to be the same Results. as an in-clinic experience. Yeah. So that's my advice. Like if it's something that you want to do at home, go for it. There's a product for it, I probably wouldn't be buying little razors off eBay, but that's just me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I probably would be, <laughs> you would be, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: Um, so there is a product called Dermaflash and that's got the separate, um, little razors that you and can attach do you to the device, buy
0: new razors just like you would do, yeah. Like- so it
1: comes with, I think, four, okay, and then you can replace the razors, yeah, okay, just like yeah. you'd shave it's your a couple legs. Of hundred bucks, but if you're going to okay. pay 150 bucks per and you're doing it Regularly, session. yeah, Yeah. And you're doing it every four weeks.
0: I'm I'm assuming that you'd become quite a pro at it after, after a while. Yeah.
1: I think it's about how you, because you've got to hold the skin taut. And right. I think that's the thing that people need to be careful of if they're doing it at home. And yeah. people commented on that video like, oh, it's just like shaving your face with a normal razor. It's not. Oh, that's a
0: really good question. That's yeah. a question I have. What's the difference between shaving your face with a
1: razor? Well, you're having it done with a um, scalpel. Yeah. Basically. So it's a very close shave and you're yes. not leaving like the edges that's of like, the hair so that's like when men go to get like a proper shave yeah. by a
0: barber yeah it's like an experience yeah that they go and do and then they yeah. it gets it really really fine yes yeah, yeah. and okay. then you
1: know that you're doing it on the right angle and then it's going to grow yeah. back fairly soft yeah um so yeah that's kind of the main difference the other thing
0: with doing this at home mm. i'm assuming is that we've spoken about it before how men age at a better rate in yes. the bottom half of their face because they're yep. literally exfoliating their mm-hmm. face if they shave every day. So the at home like would be if you were doing that like I don't know how often you would do that.
1: Well it's the same as if we were using a chemical exfoliant yeah. regularly yeah. Yeah. like if you're using really good skincare yeah. you're going to age better anyway because yeah. yeah. you're exfoliating the skin you're turning over the cells and yeah so it's a similar similar concept.
0: I like shaving the bottom half of my face. Good
1: for you. Maybe we'll get. It always get, feels you know, really good. You can have that dermaplaning device. Can I? <laughs> so the people that can't have dermaplaning, or that it's not recommended for, are people with um, active acne, or really textured skin, mm. and people with hormonal imbalances. So it is best to go to a clinic, see if it's suitable for you. I went to Me Skin and Body in South Yarra. Um, so, yeah, I think it's just all about having that skin consultation and seeing what treatment's right for you and whether or not you can do it.
0: So now on to the product. I love – so can I just quickly tell you something? Yeah. We have podcast notes and Joanna has this thing where she says P-W-D-K-W-N.
1: Well, I can't be typing the whole thing out.
0: And I literally look at it and I'm like, is this a thing we've come up with?
1: Like yeah. P-W-D-K-W-N. <laughs> Yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> it's like a hashtag product
0: we didn't know we needed. Anyway. So now
1: for the PWDKWN. <laughs> we need a jingle. <laughs> so
0: what's your product you didn't know we need it, you needed?
1: Mine is a sunscreen. So I have been trying out these new mesoesthetic sunscreens. There's three of them. There's one that's a matte, one's an anti-aging fluid, and one's an oil. Mm -hmm. And I quite like a facial oil now. Mm. So I mix the anti-aging fluid with the nourishing anti-aging oil. And honestly, I'm loving it. It's SPF 50, but it just... Oh, makes your skin look so nice when you have sunscreen on. Like I would happily just put that on and I look glowy. I've never, and fresh. I don't
0: think I've ever heard of an SPF
1: oil. Neither have I. That's, not this SPF 50. It's not because well, you yeah. definitely have SPF 6 oils for your body. Yeah, but not yep. like an anti-aging So this anti-aging is like completely safe to use on your face. How I much mix do you need to use? Um, well to cover your face you're using like a, a tea. teaspoon yeah so I mix, that's why I mix the yeah. fluid and the oil because I don't want to put a teaspoon of oil, oil on, on my face, face. Yeah. and I bring that down my neck as well and kind of to the top of my chest So yeah I really love that oil it's so random because I've never come across a face oil. SPF 50. Yeah. Yeah. So I think as for dry skin as and mature yeah, skin. Yeah.
0: As we've spoken about on previous episodes, sunscreens have coming a long way. Yes. Aren't they? They really are. Yeah. yeah. When I
1: tried these, I was like, these are fucking
0: awesome. Can I tell you one of my favorite things mm. about all the reviews that we get? on apple yeah. is the amount of people that are like oh my god i now
1: wear spf every day yes it's so awesome i know i know it's probably the best thing about this podcast is that people are now wearing SPF, spf every day because they didn't know yeah they didn't know it was the thing they i know to wear every well, day. I didn't know it was a thing either yeah and, and it's a real movement what it is total movement mm. so what's your product hannah so I have
0: another travel story oh, from the same go. trip. <laughs> so biology had sent me their BQK Radiance Duo. They had sent this to me a while ago saying, you know, would you be willing to like drop all your skincare? This was after our interview yeah, with, Ross from with Ross. From biology. Would you be yeah. would you be willing to drop all your skincare and try this? And mm-hmm. I was like no. Send it. <laughs> I'll see. <laughs> anyway, I got a follow-up email like, how are yeah. you going? And I was yeah. like, look, can I be totally honest with you? I'm finding it really hard to drop all my skincare. Yeah. Um, because I'm just I- – I'm using so many different products and trying so many different products just so that I can talk about it on this podcast mm-hmm. that I really was finding it hard. But anyway, I was going away and I take a really small backpack with me so I didn't have much room and I only had 15 kilos and I took quite a lot of clothes. So I ended up taking some skincare, but I ended up dropping most of it, mm-hmm. and I literally used this duo because the bio. What's so good about biology is that you actually don't need anything else. Yeah, you don't even need a moisturizer. You just mm-hmm. need an SPF. Yeah. So I was there's a there's a morning serum and a night serum. It basically does everything. It does everything that you could want a
1: serum to do. Yeah. Well, um, I was using it as my vitamin C.
0: Yeah, so this the actually, well, what was different about this time was that I actually wasn't using anything else.
1: Yeah, see, I couldn't yeah. not take Which a, like Which is so good if you're travelling.
0: So you've just got two, they're tiny, they're plastic, so they're light. Yeah. Totally, totally, totally perfect. They are very if you travel friendly. Especially you,
1: for backpackers if, like you.
0: But not even backpackers. I was actually thinking for people that have travelled for work a lot. Oh, yeah. All you do yeah. is you just chuck in these two little serums. You mm. don't need moisturiser. You don't need anything else. Yeah. You just need these two little serums. It's actually a good tip. And they're light. I highly recommend I couldn't, if you're, if you're I a regular I couldn't reg- drop
1: all my other skincare. Yeah,
0: but care. If, you, if you literally, if like I remember I worked with a woman who had to travel three days a
1: week for work.
0: Oh. Can you imagine trying to pack your skincare for that every week? Yeah. This See, is- my
1: concern when I go on a trip is I'm going to have a skin emergency. I'm going to be like, oh, why didn't I bring that product that I know will so fix this? My skin usually,
0: if I stop my skincare, looks yep. like kind of starts looking a bit dull mm-hmm. and lifeless. hmm um, but what happened? I was like a week or t- maybe like a week or 10 days into my trip. And I walked over to this other beach where there was a dance party going on the beach. Yeah. Oh God, I'm having like, <laughs> oh, I'm having like flashbacks. flashbacks and this guy, I like walked over to this group that I kind of knew mm-hmm. and this like hot guy was like, if you just had a massage, you are glowing.
1: Oh <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: I'm not what going a to talk about what happened
1: after that. But Okay, we can make our own <laughs> assumptions.
0: <laughs> um nothing happened that night. But anyway, um <laughs> the next night. I wanna actually yeah, maybe the next night. But I wanna actually just point out was that a pickup line, or do you think my skin was
1: actually glowing? I'd go with the glowing. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm gonna take go with that. Get.
0: Take what you can get. Yeah. He he said it more than once though. But it's weird. For a guy to say you're glowing, yeah, because like that's like not an like I have had I have had out on a date. A guy said to me, "You look really shiny." Yeah.
1: <laughs> he, he was trying to get it right, but he, he just didn't missed say the glowy. Mark. He said yeah. shiny. This guy said glowy. Yeah, he missed the mark on the shiny
0: so look, comment. <laughs> if you're a guy listening to this, maybe it's the best pickup line ever. Yeah, but. For gals out there, I'm saying like the bio, the biology one did not. I wasn't sacrificing the glow by yes. just dropping down to one product.
1: Um, So let's wrap it up. But I think you've got an
2: update yes, for us.
1: I do have an update on my BO. Um, <sighs> so remember a few episodes ago, I said I was going to try apple cider vinegar yes. under my arms. Yes. So I've been doing that at night since then. Yeah. And I also switched to clinical protection during the day. And yes. I'm like a new woman. Amazing. I really think the apple cider vinegar is helping. Are you
0: going to try and drop the – are you going to try and swap back to natural at some point? At some point, yeah. I'm, I, just, I'm loving the no I Actually, I feel do – do we need to do some sort of like – Challenge? Challenge. Yeah. Like how long can we go without using – because I use clinical protection. Yeah. And I, and
1: I feel that I want to swap to natural. Yeah, but I only just started and now I'm like, oh. this is great. So <laughs> maybe I need – So I don't wear a deodorant at night. I just put the apple cider vinegar on and then I put my deodorant on in the morning. So I'm having a break from it at night. don't shower in the morning? No, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I have the um, apple cider vinegar on. So you feel that that's helping? Yeah. Why
0: don't you just try doing apple cider vinegar for one day and see what happens? During the day? Yeah. Because it's not a deodorant.
1: Well, just you and me at our desks. I won't tell anyone. (laughs) (laughs) They'll smell us. (laughs) I'll tell everyone
0: on the podcast,
1: (laughs) but that's all. Okay. So we'll just wear apple cider vinegar during the day. Well, I don't know I'm quite there yet, but I think you should do it. But it's not for deodor- deodorizing. Well, it's to exfoliate and oh, get rid of the bacteria. Exfoliate. That's why I'm – Well, it's to kill oh, the bacteria oh, and to like okay. stop it from
0: – So you just,
1: you just do a swipe, like a like – Yeah, a just put it on my micro- cotton pad. Cotton pad. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then swipe it under my oh, I'm arms. i try – see, I just have been shaving and there's no hair there because that – Oh, yeah. 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 Probably... I don't shave my underarms anymore. Yeah, Occasionally probably... I get a rogue. Have I got any today? No. No. None. No. I did shave them the other day because yeah. I found a few and I was like, whoa, yeah. I've been wearing They, they grow and <laughs> yeah. they grow, they grow yeah. long. Yeah, and they're in areas I can't yeah. see them. And then I look down and I'm like, whoa, that's a long yeah. one. Okay, well, I think
0: let's revisit a, a deodorant challenge. Yeah. I'd like let's do that. I'd I do like, want to switch back to same, really same. Do. Like if yeah. you can, why not? Yes, because I feel that you become addicted to clinical protection.
1: You, I certainly am, and it's, yeah. it is an addiction. Mm-hmm. Okay, so within the next month, let's do it. Let's challenge. do
0: it. Okay, well, that wraps us up for another episode. See you next I'll week. See you next week.